Hey, what's going on? Future is now podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura. I'm so glad that you guys are joining in today. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about prayer. We're going to be talking about escaping a dead prayer life. I know I've talked to some of you guys that have been a little bit discouraged because their prayer lives ha- haven't been what they want it to be. And so we're just going to talk about that today. We're going to be talking about some good practices, some good perspective to have with that. And so as always, if you are new to the podcast, thanks for listening. If you wouldn't mind, leave a review, subscribe to the the podcast, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, you can always leave a five-star review below. Tell me what you love about it. Also, make sure you guys are following me at Spencer Knock on Instagram. I love talking to you guys on there. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. As always, this episode is brought to you by a couple people. Number one is Theos University. This is the best place to learn about the Bible. Seriously, guys, it is the best place to be able to learn. Um, There's video formats. There's so many different topics. So if you want to get serious about learning about the Bible, make sure that you guys check out Theos University. You can click the link in my description and use the code FUTURE10, FUTURE10 to get 10% off of your first month. I promise you, you will not regret that purchase and that investment. And also this episode is brought to you by David Diga Hernandez Ministries. This is an amazing, amazing man of God who um, I've grown to know and become friends with. And he has an amazing YouTube channel where he talks about so many different things, but something that he specializes in actually is the Holy Spirit. And I know I've learned a great deal about the Holy Spirit from him. He makes it so it's not so mystical and so mysterious, but he really makes it practical to understanding and ha- has helped my faith a bunch. Uh, so make sure you guys click the link in the description check out his youtube channel Uh, he has live streams every single week and you you will learn so so much from him i promise you so click on that link and check out his profile but besides that we're going to get right into this episode we're going to be talking about uh, five different ways that we can escape a dead prayer life easy applicable things that you can implement into your prayer life today to become a better uh, person in terms of following jesus and doing what he's called us to do and so let's get into this episode of the future is now Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast, where you can discover your calling, live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode. Today, we're going through five ways to escape a dead prayer life. I don't know about you, but sometimes in my faith, I can find myself in a place where my prayer life isn't what I want it to be. Maybe there's no time in the day for it. And uh, you start to feel a little bit guilty for neglecting that area of your life. And one thing I know is I've talked to a lot of people on Instagram and different places that are saying, Spencer, I'm kind of discouraged because my prayer life isn't where I want it to be. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to go through five easy ways ways to escape that dead prayer life. Super easy. You can implement them today and it'll help you in your walk and understanding who God is and what he calls us to do in terms of prayer. So number one, it's super easy and it's this, pray. I know what you're thinking, Spencer, what the heck? Obviously, we're talking about prayer. Obviously, it's t- you need to pray. But hear me out for a second. I-, I think that sometimes as believers, we can think that we're praying when we're really not praying. You know, I think sometimes we feel like thinking about things and processing them in our mind is prayer 
But in reality, it can be prayer. You can pray in your head, but sometimes the intentionality isn't there and it's it's really not prayer. You know, I love what it says in Psalms. It says, in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait patiently. There's something to be said about speaking out loud. And a lot of people, a lot of people I've encountered, when they pray, they're praying in their head. They're praying that, um, oh God, you would come through, you know, in the situation and uh, you would be there for me, but it's all in their head. But what's interesting is scripture, man, it puts an emphasis and a power in your voice. And sometimes when you speak something out, it becomes real to you. You know, there's a psychological study that says when something is spoken out loud, it has more power over you than if you're just thinking it in our heads. And I think sometimes, right, when we get busy with life, when we get um, distracted by a lot of different things, at times we can feel like we're praying, but in reality, all we're doing is thinking. And thinking can't be prayer all the time. You know, I, I think about this, my relationship with my wife, if you think about a relationship, a friend, a spouse, a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever that may be, think about texting them versus talking to them in person. Now, texting is effective. Of course it is, right? You you hear them and or you don't hear them, but you understand them and you get to communicate. It is a form of communication, right? But but what's more powerful, texting or sitting down and just talking with them? Of course, talking with them. It's always going to be more powerful. And in the same way, I think that sometimes if we think all the time without actually speaking it out, I think sometimes it loses its realness to us and it loses our ability to really connect with God if it's all in our head. So the first tip is this, man, start praying out loud. Start finding time where you can say, God, this is my time where I just want to say I love you and then I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy over my life. You are a good God. Use your mouth to speak and and really pray. That's that's the first thing. I, I've talked to sometimes with people like, oh, I'm struggling with my prayer life. Okay, when's the last time you prayed? I, I don't know. Well, no wonder you're struggling. You're not even praying. So the first thing has to be, okay, let's just pray. Let's just open your mouth and say something out to God. And that kind of leads into number two is uh, be intentional with your environment. We have to be intentional with our environment. What does that mean? It means that understand that environment plays into the role of communication. And really what we're talking about with prayer is communication. How are we communicating God? How are we talking to him? How are we listening to him? An environment has a huge role. I don't know. Like, have you ever been somewhere really busy and and there's so much noise going on and it's just hard to connect? And a lot of times what we have in our lives is we have a life that is so busy with our phones, with Instagram, with YouTube, with, you know, uh, notifications going off all the time that at times it's hard to connect with God and it's hard to find a time where you can just be with him. Now, I'm not saying the environment has to be completely silent. But you have to find a space that works for you. Some people, they have a prayer closet. Other people, it's just their room. Other people, it's beside their bed. Some people like to go on walks. For me, you know, my, my big prayer time is really, it's when I'm driving in my car. And when I'm driving, you know, it's not exactly quiet, right? I can hear things going on. 
but it's time where I just feel like I can really connect with God and I can think and I can pray and that's uninterrupted time. So you have to be intentional with finding your environment. It's really, um, you know, it doesn't have to be five hours, but you do need to have some time set aside. Okay. And, and are you trying to fit prayer into your schedule or are you making room in your schedule? And there's a difference, right? Is it, oh, I, 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 hopefully I have an extra five minutes today to pray. Or is it, no, at this time I'm going to pray. That's going to be my time with God. And I'm going to schedule some things around that. There's totally a difference in priority there because if you don't tell your time where to go, you'll always wonder where the time went. So the fact of the matter is you have to make time for prayer. Otherwise, you'll never have time for prayer, right? I mean, it sounds simple, but that's the truth. So find an environment that works for you, whether it's your room, whether it's the car, whether it's a hike, whether it's a walk, find a time where you can connect with God and be intentional about that environment. Number three is super easy. It's this, embrace growth. Okay. Meaning what? Meaning it's okay if you feel awkward praying. Like, I know, whoa, that sounds heretical, Spencer. It's okay if I feel awkward, but this is the God of the universe. Shouldn't it be so comfortable with him? I'm just saying, like, when we're talking about communication skills, uh, if you don't have the skill, you might, you're probably going to suck at it at first, but you'll get better and it'll become easier. Uh, so don't feel bad if it feels awkward. I mean, think about a first date. Think about, you know, uh, getting to know a new friend. At first, the communication can be a little awkward because it's kind of like, what do I talk about? I remember when I was, you know, I had first dates with my wife, Adrian, and I was like, wow, this she's amazing. But it's kind of like, what do we talk about, right? Where now it's like, there's a million things we can talk about. We can talk about Lord of the Rings. We can talk about Vikings, like these shows that we're watching together. We can talk about our interests, about, about clothes, about uh, the Kardashians, about um, soccer. I mean, there's so many interests that we know about each other and, and topics of conversation that we can bring up that we could talk forever and there we really wouldn't run out of a lot of things to say but at the beginning it's kind of like when you're getting to know somebody of course there's going to be those awkward don't know how to say something right and the same thing is with God is over time you're going to get to understand God's heart but don't feel guilty right now the enemy would love to, to just make you feel condemned and ashamed because it's like oh, I prayed for 10 seconds then I don't know what to pray for God you're good thank you for your grace thank you for your mercy thank you for your love um and the end, you know, it's, it's like, oh, God would want you to continue in that and to grow in that and not feel awkward about it. Cause it doesn't have to be awkward. It doesn't have to be, um, uh, awkward forever. There's going to be times where you can grow in the way that you're talking with God. It's going to get more natural. It's going to get more convenient. And then soon you're going to be able to be praying for 30 minutes, an hour, longer, just sitting in the presence of God. So the more that you do it, the more you're going to be able to engage with God and the more that you're going to be able to learn how to pray. There are ways that scripture tells us to pray, right? It's recognizing what God has given you, praising him for who he is then, you know, obviously asking God for what you want in your life and asking God for strength. But that comes out over time. That comfortability, that intimacy is grown. Nobody's intimate off the bat instantly. 
it's a, it's a, it's something that has to be grown and developed and trust has to be developed. And that happens through praying and practicing. So don't be discouraged if you're, if you feel awkward at first, if you're not that good at it at first, you'll get better and God has grace for you. All he wants is that you communicate with him. And then number uh, four here, it's listen. Have you ever been talking to somebody that doesn't shut up? And you're like, dude, will you stop talking for a second? Will you take a breath so I can interject, so I can say something, so I can contribute to this conversation, right? And you just want to smack them upside the head because you're like, dude, why, why am I even here? You could just be talking to yourself. Well, that, that can be our time with prayer with God because there's an aspect of listening to God, listening to the Holy Spirit, letting him minister to you. And so many times, sometimes in prayer, we can go to God and we can be like, God, everything sucks. I need this. I need this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I know you're good. I know you're good. I know you're faithful, but can I have this? Can I have this? Oh, this is going on in my life. This person is so much drama in my life. Can you fix this? Can you fix this? And we don't even take a breath for God to even speak to us. And can I tell you that sometimes prayer isn't just about asking God for something. Sometimes prayer is about letting God minister to you, letting the Holy Spirit comfort you, letting him give you peace, letting him convict you, right? But sometimes we're so busy and we're talking so much that there's no chance to even receive from God. So we have to listen. We have to understand that. Are you giving God time to even reply and respond to what you are saying? We can be the person that talks and talks and talks and doesn't give any room for anybody else to say something. So let me challenge you with this. Next time you're praying, of course, talk, speak out loud, say things, ask God, praise him, but take a second and stop. Take a second and breathe in and breathe out and give God a chance to even say something to you. Sit there, hands open for a minute two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, but have a dedicated time where you just say, Lord, speak to me. Lord, reveal something to me. Give me revelation. Give me peace. And then sit there and let God do what only God can do. Let him give you a peace beyond understanding. Let him give you strength. Let him give you courage. Let him give you revelation. And there are so many times, the most powerful times in my prayer life was times where I would shut up and I would just let God minister to me. So number four, you, we have to listen. We have to open our ears and not just open our mouths. And number five is this, it's, it's get out of the box. You might say, Spencer, what's the box? I don't know. What is this box that you talk of? What I'm saying is a lot of times with a lot of things in our faith, but prayer included, we can put prayer in a box meaning this is the structure, these are the parameters, and that's all that prayer can be. It has to be two hours at 5 a.m. or I failed. It has to be this set of structure of I ask, I thank God, I ask God, I receive from God, and if it's not that, then it's not true prayer. Listen, um, seasons change and therefore communication will change as well. Uh, sometimes the way that we talk to our friends or our, our spouses or our family, right? That, those forms of communication can change based on needs. And in the same way, your prayer life is going to shift and it's going to change and it's going to mold, right? You may have, you may be a new parent and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, I don't have an hour and a half in the morning to pray because I have a screaming baby now. 
right? And it's like, okay, well, where can I fit that in now? Where, where, what's, what time can I get prayer in now? And maybe it's a job, maybe it's life circumstances. But what I'm saying is we can be intentional in prayer without being ashamed and guilt-ridden in the fact that it's going to change and it's going to mold. You know, I, when I was an intern in college, I would be able to like have a dedicated time because I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I didn't have that many responsibilities in college, right? So I had more time, whereas now it's changed to my car because, man, as I'm going place to place, as I'm driving to the gym, as I'm driving back, those are times that's uninterrupted that I found in my day where I can really engage with God and I can really pray. And communication has changed drastically. There may be seasons where you're just asking God a lot for things. There may be seasons where you're just praising God for a lot of things. There may be seasons where you are silent and you're just like, God, I just need you to minister. I just need you to give me strength. It changes because communication changes. But if we're not willing to get out of the box and put prayer in a box, we'll start to feel guilty when it shifts. We'll start to feel like something's wrong when it shifts, when that's not the case at all. Be devoted to the relationship, not the practice, right? What is the point of prayer? The, pro the point of prayer is growing in intimacy with God. It's communicating with the creator of the universe. It's getting to know him and really being revealing ourselves in our secrets and our afflictions and to God in order to build trust that our relationship may grow with him. And so at the end of the day, that might change season to season, but we can't feel guilty if that's the case. And so these are the five things that are the best practices, in my opinion, to escape a dead prayer life. God doesn't want you to be dead in prayer. God doesn't want you to feel guilty because you feel like the intimacy is gone, but rather God wants you to engage with you and for you to grow in your prayer life because I promise you prayer is one of the biggest things in your faith that is going to cause you to grow with the Lord, to strengthen your faith, and to have hope and vision and um, encouragement for tomorrow. There are seasons in my life where prayer is the only thing that really kept me going in terms of this podcast, in terms of following what God has done for me. And in the same way, man, if we neglect prayer, we are neglecting a direct line to God and a direct line of encouragement and strength and edification. So put these practices to practice this week. And if you feel like discouraged because your your prayer life isn't where you want it to be, then implement these. And I promise you, you'll start to see some breakthrough with your prayer life. So I hope that you were encouraged by this. I love all you guys so much. Message me on Instagram. Tell me what you loved about it. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel and I'll see you next time on The Future Is Now.